What's up, everybody? I hope your day is bright. It's cold out. It's uh, it's miserably cold out. Sixth Annual Spa City Metal Fest featuring Hell Camino, Fred, Abamale, Low Spirits, No Remorse, Eyes Up, Pliskin, Zaris, Lame Johnny, and Mismanage for just $10. December 7th in Spa City. That's Hot Springs. Sponsored by DeLuca's Pizza, Spa City Inc., Anchor, uh, I think that's a piercing place, and Farewell Skate Co., my boy Jeremy, out here doing the damn thing. It's going to be awesome. It's 10, bucks, 10 bands, 10 bucks. You can't beat it. Free parking. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be a host of things to do, not to mention 10 whole bands, 10 whole great bands. And uh, yeah, just come out and enjoy yourself. Say hi. Let's do some high-fiving and some hugging and all that good stuff. Today's guest, Uni Wa, producer, engineer, songwriter, all-round badass, amazing guy. I was so happy to have him finally come in and sit down. He's like one of the most goal-oriented people I've ever met. We even talked for a couple hours afterwards because me and him went to this awesome cookout feast fest thing afterwards. And... He's just an amazing person, and I'm going to let the podcast speak for itself. His story is great. His plans are great. The way he orients himself and aligns himself with what he wants to get done is great. I have a lot of mutual respect for this man. He killed it. The podcast is awesome. Enjoy it, everybody. Thank you. get to do the good talking <laughs> yeah dude appreciate you coming on man oh mm. Mm. sorry i gotta hydrate last night was insane and i didn't drink near enough water same yeah we uh we put a i don't know if you saw any of the footage or nothing but we made this seven foot light and it was four and a half feet wide. Yeah. And uh, it was right behind me the whole night on. <laughs> so I think I saw that. Yeah. I definitely saw it. You put, I've seen it on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was uh, it was hot. <laughs> it was so hot. And like by the four, fourth or fifth song, somebody goes, you okay? And I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I was cooking from the backside, man. <laughs> I feel it. So let's get into it, man. Let's talk about beats and all this kind of cool shit we were just talking outside you got all these awesome things and yeah. goals and it's just the yeah. conversation's already been fantastic so mm-hmm. let's just dive right into it man so i want to know let's start where how did you get started in like artists making beats doing that kind of thing um well i'd say when i was like you know i was about 12 or 13 i started going to the boys and girls club studio mm. and uh there was this guy named Sean that would, you know, he had a bunch of guitars and drums and, and uh, a MacBook. Not a MacBook, but like a regular Mac computer with um, Reason on it. Yep. And so I would play guitars, and I would play the guitars. I would play um, specifically bass guitar, um, drums, and I started on Reason. And uh, I just grew from there. I had a passion for it, like, you know, 
is the passion just grew as I got older. Right. Because um, I grew up in a musical family. Like my grandmother's a pianist. My aunt that uh, was a pianist. A lot of people, you know, do music. So, right. Yeah. I've always been interested. That's awesome. So you play more than one instrument too. Yeah. That's great. You you still playing instruments? Yeah, I still play. I still I play the keyboard. You know, cool. I'm pretty sure I could play drums and bass guitar too. Sure. Yeah. You never really. It's like a bike. You sit down. You kind of like uh, get reacquainted and then just yeah. yeah just okay. Go at it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. So 13. That's young. How old are you now? 22. 22. Great. Man, you've done a lot. Not in a short time. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That's, that's wow. I'm really focused. Yes, you are. <laughs> it takes a lot. Out of me sometimes, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's about getting to that not even necessarily the end goal, but getting to that. Um, you know, everybody has a vision for oh, yeah. like their brand and like what they want to do and 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 the the type of um things they want to put out in the world. That's right. So it's like when you're one of those type of people that's just like, you know, this has to be perfect, this has to be just right, you know, you'll go, you're willing to go the extra mile for it. That's true. Give up a lot to make Sacri- yeah, the sacrifice. maximum effort. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. sacrifice. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, an artist's life is filled with them. You know, oh, sorry, can't make it to the birthday party. I got to finish this thing. Or oh, sorry, yeah. can't make it to the wedding because I got this show. Like, and I've just been so sleepy all the time for like the last <laughs> six months. Right, because I'm just been getting closer and closer to like. My like, you know, yeah. I can't even say it yet. Yeah, because yeah. I got some crazy plans, but like, it's right. just actually making the plan stick is just the. It takes everything. Yeah, it takes yeah. it takes the energy, you know. So, but t- it goes from like, this is something I'm doing. I'm really passionate about it. To it's like this when you finally start to see the light, you're like, it's every day. Yeah, every second I'm awake, I'm focused on this thing. Exactly. I feel you, man. Exactly. I feel you. That was this. Sh- that was kind of like this show that right? we just did, man. I, I was getting the vibe because I was talking to Kurt. You know, shouts out, Kurt. Yo. Um, I was talking to Kurt on FaceTime. He's just like, yeah, man, we got this show tonight at Vino's. I'm just like, man, I know y'all about to turn up. Yeah. And y'all did a whole curtain drop. I'm like, damn, y'all was acting a fool. That's yeah, fucking amazing. We brought in, so My Hands to War My Band, we built that giant light, mm-hmm. which is an exact replica of the exact light every time I die uses. We okay. took theirs and built it to spec. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really dumb. And then, <laughs> and then, the other band, everyone like bands dressed up. Yeah. People got into it. Uh, past, past Comfort just blew the fucking roof Shouts out off. Past Comfort. Yeah. They headlined as My Chemical Romance, and it was truly a sight to behold. Man, it was unbelievable. And every and everyone took it to the next level. Yeah. And I was just like, we were talking after the show was everybody's outside hanging out. And I was like, guys, I, you know, we got to we gotta bring this to our own shit because we just set a new standard tonight. It yeah. can be wild. We brought in moving lights, you know, LED Yeah, it's like lights. the fluctuating ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's crazy. We, it was so dumb. I know this shit was hot as hell, though. It was so but it's like so worth it, though. Yeah. Poor Eamon was up there in one of those black parade jackets. Oh. Oh. I was like, he's got to be suffering, dude. Oh my god! I don't know. His adrenaline was probably rushing so hard because, like, all the bands did amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna start by saying that, but yeah. something special happened when they got on stage. The, the whole crowd was still there. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that was one of the nights too, where like no one left. 
Yeah. The whole crowd just stuck around. Everybody was just trying to see what's next. That's it. That's yeah. that's the best. That's the best type of show you can have. It's like they were the ones that thin out. It's just like I hate that because that sh- that shit happens a lot. You it know? does. And so and you never know what's going to happen. You never know when people are going to stick. It's just it is like its own thing. And they were. It's almost like they were primed up, ready all night because that's like what they. And to be fair. The best thing that could ever happen happened, and then MCR announced an actual comeback like three days before the show. So I think that drove up the hype scale a lot, and it was like, well, you guys got some shoes to fill. For real. (laughs) They did, man. They did. That's amazing. The opening set. I got to run lights from behind the stage, and uh, it was dumb. The last last show I did at Vito's was, yeah, it's like, even with the regular lights, it's hot. Yeah. So I could only imagine... Yeah, and it was still, what was the low last night? 40 something? And it was still a thousand degrees in there. Yeah. It's like, God, just turn the fucking heat off or something. Yeah. But, I mean, that hallway, it's a hallway. Yeah. And so you're in there with all hundreds of people, and you're just like, yeah, well, there's oh, that, no escaping yeah, this. Yeah, that, that body heat yeah. is definitely going. Well, you just did the Goon Show. Mm-hmm. What was that, like a month ago now? Uh, that was, yeah, we, me, I, I um, flew back. And um, ran into Goonie, and I ran into Tan, and uh, on I think that was October third, and then we did the show October fourth. October fourth. Okay, so yeah, like almost right at a month. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you've been busy, man. So you tell me you've been traveling a lot here lately. Yeah, I've been going to Florida, and you know, uh, just just trying to you know expand my horizons. Doing doing shows or making connections more. Both. Both. <laughs> Just trying to, you know, make the way for both. Is Florida a hot spot for what you're doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I would say it's um, my manager uh, lives out. You know, shouts out uh, Mitch and Steven, You know what I'm saying? Cool. Uh, those are the homies. But yeah, I got there and uh, you know, work a lot with them and I network and you know, yeah. I, I go out to, I go out to clubs in Orlando and shit. But like, I do that shit and. I uh, I, I like I like unwinding, you know. Right. It's also really cool to like go to a big city and and just get the like get into the nightlife because the first time like I left Little Rock, I went to Atlanta when I was mm. like twenty, and I got kicked out the club. You know, I, <laughs> you I, got, kicked I got kicked out the club because I was twenty. <laughs> And I was just like, yo, man, this fucking sucks. And I was just like, I can't wait to turn 21 and then yeah. go to a different city that's just as big. And I could just like right. st- enjoy the nightlife finally. But I'm going to go back to Atlanta where it's just like, damn. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, that being young shit and trying to be in a music scene kind of sucks. I've Before I turned 21, I remember playing a few shows where it's like, you can play and then you have to leave. Yeah, <laughs> that shit sucks, dude. It's it's so terrible. I'm so glad to be up the age. That shit was just like it was never, the, never the way. It really pigeonholed me for, right? You know, so for your age, yeah, yeah. But it's just like it sucks because I'm not. I don't feel like I'm like mentally a 20 year old. I feel much older than what I actually am. You definitely seem wise above your years for sure. Especially on the car ride over here, we were talking about some really great things, and. One of the things is like the go- setting goals, yeah, like like writing them down, getting yeah. them in your head, making sure that that's the life. If that's the life you want, then this is what I have to go achieve, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think I, I I don't necessarily write things down, but I definitely 
I'll even lose sleep some nights just thinking about like the show, like every, my wife over here can attest like every night before a big show, I, I maybe an hour of sleep because I'm going over and over and over like, all yeah, the I do that. I do that too. Or even sometimes when I like have a flight, I won't sleep. Right. I, I remember like my first flight to Florida this year, I probably got two hours of sleep. Woof. Yeah. Oh, and that's then, terrible. And then, I, and then I had to fly out like, I had to fly out like five in the morning. <sighs> so, so you have to like, like wake up at probably what, two? I stayed up. You stayed up. You stayed up. Because <laughs> I, didn't, do, I didn't want to miss my shit. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I was just like so nervous because I had never flown before. Oh, okay. So like, I, yeah, I just flew for the first time this, like I just got used to being the airport this year. It's oh, very, very I'm new. still not. I've only flown twice in my life and uh-uh. Yeah, same here. See, the last one, the last time I flew, man, when we landed, the fucking ceiling tile f- fell down into the floor. What? Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm done. United? Yeah. I, why did I guess it? <laughs> yeah, it was. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it tells you a lot about the airline industry. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why did I oh, guess that shit, so easily? That's so fucking funny. <laughs> I fly Southwest. Yeah, yeah. I probably should try another airline because that <laughs> shit was not fun. That shit was scared the fuck out of me. I was terrified, and I was like fourteen. So this was twenty oh, years no. ago. Oh, not when it, not as a teenager. That that, that cannot make a good impression oh, for planes. No, because we flew out just to Dallas, where I'm from, and mm-hmm. uh, it was my. Uh, my grandfather had passed away years and years ago, and then uh, my grandmother was getting remarried, so it was like for her wedding. It was like a quick one-day deal. I see. So flying there wasn't too bad. The flight home, I was like, all right, never doing that shit again. I'm not getting on planes, and I'm not getting on big boats. Fuck both big of these boats. things. Big boats, yeah. I've yet to get on a boat. Don't really like boats. Planes, yeah. are, like when I was coming back from Florida uh, in, uh, early this uh, early October, mm-hmm. um, I got some real crazy turbulence. <laughs> Uh, cause I think, yeah, I flew like, I think we flew the opposite way. Oh, okay. So I flew from like Florida to Texas. I flew to Dallas. And then back. It's in Little Rock. Yeah. yeah. And that turbulence <laughs> is just like, oh shit. I hadn't really experienced turbulence like that yet. Mm-hmm. So it was like very, Mm-mm. yeah. I was Mm-mm. just like, oh, this is new. I watched a video yesterday of a plane landing sideways cause the wind was so strong. The plane was actually, so here's the runway, here's the plane. And it landed like this. Oh, the atmospheric pressure? I don't know. I don't know what it was. Just wind versus an airplane, I guess. It was crosswind, so the runways one way and the wings were face. I mean, it was just like, dude, if I was on that plane, throwing up, shitting, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'd be done. Not the wave. Oh my god. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's something I would ever get used to, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's like, I I don't go to sleep on flights. Also, just up. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like I don't like the feeling of being off the ground. No, I don't like it, and I don't, and I have control issues too. So I don't like being not in control of my own yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 same. Ooh, yeah. Like in a car when I'm driving, I feel fine. I'm comfortable. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty attentive driver. I mean, fuck, man, we got a damn immediate stop traffic yeah. fiasco on our way here, and uh, it's just like, man, it's just one of them things where like if I if I can't 
it, like, but if a plane goes down, even if you were in control, you ain't stopping shit. You yeah, know, you're not. I mean, they're gonna what? They're gonna shoot the little uh, little air things, right? Things you gotta breathe into. What oh, that yeah. shit gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Get the life jacket. <clears throat> They'd say it so you don't pass out, and I'm like, I want to be passed out. Yeah, I don't want to remember this shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah, dude. And if we're going down, fuck it. Let me be passed out. Because if I want to burst into flames, I'd rather be asleep for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like bowling's been going through so much shit like in the last year. Yeah. With like the with like the mechanics, mm-hmm. uh, aviation, you know, I think committee or association. You know, some crazy shit. But it's just like it really puts into perspective that uh yeah that shit's crazy it's crazy and you think why don't they just put parachutes on an airplane and all this crazy i mean they do it to the space shuttle right that only makes sense right i'm just like well i mean if you can do it to one you can do it to another but you know i guess cost versus risk is kind of like their comparison it literally is yes i've always thought that was it yeah they're like okay also i recently found out that they make more money if a plane goes down Ooh, well, ugh. yeah, no, that's that's Hey, capitalism is a weird fucking system. It's a weird system. It's a weird system. It's a very weird system. And it's getting weirder. It's, yeah. 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 The uh, so I was wondering, like most artists, when you're when you sit down to make like a fresh song, mm-hmm. do you do you let your current headspace control the flow or do you have like you're a very goal oriented guy? So do you already even if it's like fuck, I'm just not in this today, but I still got to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you still just go to the goal or you let your your mind kind of wander and like free range to beat out and all that kind of stuff? I let my mind wander nice. because... Um, Truest form of expression. Yeah, yeah, that's like, that's how you get the most authentic feeling. You know, that's how you get like the art that, you know, people connect with. It's like when you just let your mind wander. Mm-hmm. And I also think about like how I feel too, I guess you could say. Right. You know, I think about my emotions. I think about like what I've been through in the in the recent time span of me making that song. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, I want to like I I released two um I released two uh pro, uh two things recently. I released an EP called Diagrams, a two tracked EP, and I released um a single called Watch Over with a music video. Yeah, I just watched that. It's tight. Yeah. Thank you. Loved it. But those, like, you know, one the one thing about my music is that when you listen to it, it's like it's all meant to be very diverse. It's like nothing is. I'm not trying to like really just do the same thing over and over again. So I focus on like just the the grand scheme of right. the sp- entire spectrum. Like you know, like blueprints, like blueprints to my mind is like a very future based. Like trying to watch over is a very jazzy offbeat lo-fi track you know right and um i like i like having power i like being able to use my adaptability and i like being able to just you know well you're definitely being outside the box too yeah you're not closing yourself to one style yeah that's important it, it really is it's like one of the most important things to me because that's like that's what really that's what really sets me apart. I, yeah, I would assume, especially in the hip hop world, you want that more because there's so especially at this point, there are so many different kinds. Yeah. You right. have the hip hop and rap as the as the whole, but there are so many subgenres now, it's almost as crazy as metal now. 
Like, you know, metal is just metal, but there's so many genres. Like, even with synthwave and vaporwave and future funk, like, right. when I got into all those things, and, and actually, my, those <laughs> tracks I did was starting to blow up back in 2014, 2015. I was in high school still when those tracks started blowing up. Like, Hell it was yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, it was for very high school weird. Kid, it's yeah. a very obscure, those are very obscure genres. Yeah. But I did them because I was like, I like the feeling it gives me. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what it started from. It wasn't just like some profiteering shit. It's just like, I like the genuine emotions that comes from this music. Sure. And it starts from there and you build on it, you know? And that's and that's the beautiful part about it. It's just being able to sit back and really just, you know, just let let your unconscious mind tell the story. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's good. I'm gonna use that. That's good, man. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> that's a damn. That's a damn album title right there. <laughs> that's sick. Right. I like that. That's. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What about um? Well, I know. Like, I think it's probably still this way. When I was younger, I was massive into like, you know, hip hop because yeah. I come out of the '80s. Hip hop was fucking gigantic. Yeah, it was just growing bigger and bigger each year. It, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. He's a young kid. It was on everything. You can go back and look at old commercials and shit. Same thing. Like when it when it started permeating the uh, the popular culture, you know. But even still, the best the best ones that would go to the tippity top, it was all about real shit, you know. And I don't think that's ever wavered really too much. I mean, there was like a couple eras there where like some nonsense and shit, but. but as it's gone on, I think the ones that last the longest, at least as far as I can tell, are the ones that's always true. Yeah, it's the ones that stay true to the the, the actual creation process right. itself and are not trying to force a gimmick, not trying to force a brand. They're just lending themselves. Because, you know, people ask me all the time how I like to become a music producer, how to do this, how to do that. And I'm just like, you know, there's a lot in being able to just push who you are like literally just who you are to the internet because like the way I am on the internet is the way I am in person. Right. It's not a gimmick. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm as funny as laid back dude. I I don't know. I just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, it's about, it's about sincerity. It's about like being genuine and, and remembering that, that, you can't get caught up in this whole like industry shenanigan shit. The like, image bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And even just not the image, just these this idea of the idea of what will pop. You feel oh, me? The idea right. of what will sound good to other people. Like I don't even like I think about it, but I don't think about it like I don't just like go crazy over it because I'm it's still a very self expression type thing. For right. Me. Yeah, you're not doing this whole thing where you have an algorithm and you make everything to this algorithm because that's what people want to hear exactly. on the radio and shit. Exactly. Yeah, I feel that hard. You got to write what what's in your heart. Exactly. Because that's the only way people are going to really... That's the only reason why people have taken a liking to me is because I've made what I wanted to make. That's right. You know? And not trying to like follow the standard. Yep. Because like everybody... like We all know the status quo exists, but not everybody knows they, they don't have to follow it. Right. You feel me? So, like, it's about that perception. Uh, do you feel like, um, do you feel like sometimes it's hard, though, because... It's very hard. I, I it's, know, it's way harder to do what I do. Yeah, because like you're just, not giving in. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not selling out. It's yeah. way, it's four times fucking harder. So, it's like, I got to put so much more energy into Even it. Even more effort. Yeah. Just to make this small, because 
you'll you'll have bandwagoners, and I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way. I get it. You like what you like, but some because you do a song one way, and then that goes out, and it pops. Mm-hmm. Now you get all these new fans because they think you're like this. But yeah. then the next thing you make is like way over here on Left Street. Yeah, and you're just and they're like, wait, what the fuck is this? Never mind. You know exactly. You know it's it's hard to fight that battle, man. It's, we, you know, we've run into that over the years, but. I think that's the same can be said with any genre of music, especially when the when there's those people in that genre that are just really trying to do different shit. Yeah. You know? It's like a... I think a great example of that right now is that new Sturgill Simpson album. Did you see that shit? This man made a country album to an anime. What? <laughs> yeah. Bro, oh they released God. it on Netflix. I'm going to go home and peep that, yo. It's, and it's not what you would think. Like, he's a traditional, what you would consider almost, not outlaw country, but just old is traditional he, is country. Is he like the guy that voiced uh, early from Squidbillies? I think that it. No, that's uh, that's Unknown Something, Henson, Yeah, right? Unknown Henson, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Unknown Henson, but Sterling I love Simpson. Unknown. I love Unknown Henson. Oh, yeah, dude. He's been here a couple times. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. He travels around. I want to meet him so bad. <laughs> I love Squidbilly so much. Me too. It, that show is severely underrated. <laughs> it really is. Adult Swim. I'm so glad Adult Swim's still coming out with episodes. Shout Me out too. to Adult Swim for still coming out with episodes of Squidbillies. <laughs> Even though it's been out literally since like oh, like oh four, oh five oh, at least. And that's on. Uh, shout out to Henson too because damn, yeah. he keeps coming back. Yeah, he does. And the fuck, man, my favorite shit. Let's talk about this for some. My favorite shit. You know, he's always. Uh, Early's always wearing those different hats. Yeah, those, and he always like yeah. <laughs> the asbestos hat episode. Yeah, is always my favorite <laughs> shit. It's so stupid. Don't fuck with my truck boat truck. Yeah, truck boat truck. It's like it's like it's, it's like the idea of putting a bunch of squids yeah. in the middle of Georgia. Oh my god! On some on some like bumfuck hillbilly shit. Yeah. It's like I never knew. How funny it would be until it actually happened. Then I'm just like, this is golden. It's gold. It's comedy gold. I'm just like, who wrote this? Because they were definitely on drugs, though. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because how the fuck do you think? I mean, I would. The, I'm honestly, man, I would love to see a behind the scenes of like the writers' room. Yeah, I feel like Dan you know? Snyder has something to do with it for sure. Like he does the voice for Granny, right? He well, yeah. I, I would. I would assume that, and and even the. Uh, who's the guy that does a lot with Adult Swim? He's the actor guy. What the fuck's his name? Seth? Seth. Green? Is it Seth Green? No. Yeah, Seth Green does. He's the one that's uh, in those robot chicken. He's, he's using robot chicken a lot. Seth Green right. is the one that's in robot chicken a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in that writer's room, too. Oh, yeah. He probably is, because, like, the, you remember when they um, robot chicken did Star Wars shit? I know Seth Green was heavily involved in that. Yeah. He gets it. Well, he does a Family Guy, too. Yeah. Seth Green. That dude's busy as hell. Yeah. I want to be as busy as Seth Green. <laughs> right? I'll be thinking of that. Or even like a Seth MacFarlane bag. Right? Or just like, that's how or you know like you. that shit you posted this morning, man, that somebody did that super cut to uh Oh, yeah, somebody did like a, a edit to uh, The Fifth Element to one of it. my, yeah, to uh, one of my older tracks from back in the day. And it's crazy shit. The, the beat, they got the beat changes and everything, man. It was a solid ass super yeah, cut. I was just, like, damn. I'm like, damn, I... Some, somebody really fucks with me. And it's yeah. like, this is motivating. I that, need this. That had to take some time. Yeah, it did. The way they lined the scenes out, my favorite scene too was actually close to the beginning when the, when it goes to the car mm-hmm. in the garage. Yeah, I right? I was like, oh! Yeah. That shit could have been in the trailer, dude. <laughs> I love that movie so much. It also was like Chris Tucker's hair. 
Yeah, in oh, that for movie. sure. <laughs> Chris Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> that dude is wild. He is. I wish he'd make a better comeback. He did I, that Netflix shit and then just, yeah, shoom, just popped off again. Yep. I, I always believe him. I, I I don't count him out completely. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting uh, patiently. Right. You know what I'm He's saying? one of those guys he'll pop back up like uh, Eddie Murphy is right now. I swear. Also, rest in peace, John Witherspoon. And, um, yes. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? That man was funny beyond oh, yeah. measure. He's like, I look up to like Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney and, and yeah. him. So like out of that group and also Red Fox. Oh, dude. And like, yeah. so like, he's like, Paul Mooney's one of the last ones left. So I'm like, protect. Paul Moody. <laughs> Protect Paul Moody. <laughs> Rep this man in bubble wrap. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and that's, uh, so in the spirit of that, yeah. and writer's rooms and all those kinds of things, you, um, I know a lot of your work probably revolves around like collaborations. Oh no. Most of my work is completely by myself. With like, uh, well I meant like with like a vocalist rapper or something. Oh. Like, are you, okay, so I should rephrase the question. So, mm-hmm. uh, when you're when so, so commission work basically yeah so, so when someone's like damn I want you to make a beat for me uh and clearly there's gonna be like an exchange of ideas and all that kind of stuff yeah. and what's what's the process like like getting into the artist's head coming from like your own expression or do you generally go nah I'm just gonna make what I want and you can have that I try to listen to the artist and what they and what they feel like they can explain the sound. Mm-hmm. Is that they want? So um, it's a lot of just sitting back and just like you know brainstorming, being like you know, like I'll ask sometimes for examples of songs they really like, but I'll be like you know what I'm saying I'm still gonna put my spin on it of course because oh, yeah. I have to. Right. That's what makes it unique. All right. That's what makes it a unique song. Exactly. So like, um, yeah, I, I really like to listen to see what they feel is what they are looking for because I'm trying to get them what they need, you know. And right. I want to, you know, I like doing good job. I like doing good work. Oh, yeah, we all like that. Yeah, exactly. Like doing quality work. So <laughs> I, you know, the more resources and the more information I have on the actual like standpoint of where they're trying to go to is the better it is. And, right. You know, is there a lot it. of uh, like? <clears throat> I know. Nowadays, it's a hell of a lot easier to collaborate not being in the same room. Yeah. I would assume, do you get like a chunk of a beat done, send it off, be like, yo, check this out? Or do you just kind of flesh out the whole thing and then go I do both things. I do, I do both. You, you do both? Yeah. I'll sometimes like, you know, depending, I'll just be like, um, I'll be like, yeah, let's, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chalk away at a couple Concepts and I'm gonna build the frame, like the foundation, and then I'm gonna send it to him. I'm gonna see, like, okay, if you like the framing, the foundationary thing I've already put up, then I'll just keep going along with it and riding on it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, because that's that that really helps you gauge it, right? As like the cre- as as the actual process, because you know, like the internet, we were talking about the internet, like like being able to you know send files back and forth mm-hmm. effortlessly nowadays with little to no cost and also in probably minutes. Yeah. It's like the it's crazy and it's just man, it's amazing. It's definitely wild. We're actually talking about that's probably how we're gonna end up making our newest our next album is all through getting getting tracks and just sending them off. It seems to be these days like really the best way. Cause you can track anything anywhere nowadays. For real. With the power of just shit 
you know, you don't need a whole studio anymore. They just need the file. And then you send it to some engineer who does have a whole studio and then he just polishes it up and it's just like, wow, that was fucking easy. No more spending an entire month, you know, you know, in a studio spending fucking 10 grand and, you know, worrying. And now it's just like, well, cool. We got that done in an hour. All right. Email it. (laughs) It's amazing. It's, uh, I like being able to walk. I mean, I mean, uh, work (laughs) with people, uh, like around the world. That shit's amazing. Like, and, uh, I've been working with artists around the country and around the world for like years now. And so so I'm very, I'm very comfortable with it, you know, and it's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of, well, I mean, yeah, nowadays it's just common. Yeah, it is. It's like, well, this is just what we do now. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's the, it's the norm. It's the norm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's the new normal. Yeah. And just, I think about when I was first starting that shit, you either had to go to them with like all the shit or you had to like mail it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For real. Yeah. I'm I'm so, I I love, I have so much respect for like the earlier artists because that shit was so hard. Like, like just seeing like, I watched the Quincy Jones documentary. I love it. Yeah. Um, watched about three times or even when you see like those older bands like they talk about yeah like this is what we used to record off of mm-hmm. if we fucked up we would have to start all the way over all the way and, and i'm just like fuck you yep. gotta respect yep. the grind man because technology you know speeding up in the 20 if in the 21st century allowed for all this to uh happen but it's uh you still have to account for all the people that that was, you know, had to come in when they none of this shit was around, right. and they had to scrap for it. You feel me? Oh, and imagine the original beat makers. Like, I, I get a band that makes sense. Like RZA, you have, a, you have a guitar and you have a drummer, and you can kind of you're in the room and you have all these minds. But imagine the guy who had to sit there and make the fucking Korg. You know, it had all these cables and shit, and or like the MPC. Like the early, t- uh, the early Akai NPCs, right? Like you know, like rest in peace, Dilla. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Dilla's one of my favorite, like favorite producers. Mm-hmm. I like Flying Lotus. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's like they they really had to do this analog manual yeah. shit and crazy. To me. Yeah, absolutely mind boggling to me. Who the fuck sat down and figured out like, oh, if I plug this cable into this? Transistor, it'll this, make this, this sound. sound. <laughs> you know, like, damn. Yeah, it just takes some serious fucking experimentation and some and some time. You know, not only were you an artist, you were a fucking solderer. You were an engineer. You were a genius. Because, because I mean, there's no way to not become a prodigy while you had to do all this shit. Right. When you literally had to build the motherfucking machine before you could make the beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I think about that shit all the time, man. Like. I'll get in my head about not being, you know, like, oh, like especially if I fuck something up, mm-hmm. like uh, even if I practice, I'll like, we'll stop me. Like, I'm sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> but you want to get so good, and you want it, to. It's almost like things are so good now. Even playing, I want to be. There's like a level of autonomousness I want to reach, where I still want to perform well, but I also don't want to fuck up yeah. because it's like where we live in a world where fuck ups are so erasable. Kind of thing. Like also, there's a thing about this though. Now, fuck ups being erasable. Do you mean like 
the digital age, I noticed, has allowed for things to become so polished. Yeah. And processed. Like, I noticed some things, like, about the Beatles and, like, you know, Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd, they would leave abnormalities. They would leave imperfections mm-hmm. to make it unique. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, that's what really made a lot of, like, artists, you know? And yeah. it's just, like, I think about that sometimes, and I'd be like, sometimes I don't want to make shit that's too polished, which is why I go back to my earlier style of doing I, offbeat drums on purpose because the swing is <coughs> like sometimes you can see the perfection in the imperfection if that makes sense i have a i have a unique thought on that i think i'm about to get all bourgeois on you but i think energy is transferable man mm-hmm. and i think when those guys those girls those people were in those rooms making all that shit happen there was a vibe and that vibe got captured by these instruments and sent out. And then when you hear that shit, you get that vibe. Like those Led Zeppelin records and those Pink Floyd records. I can't imagine the amount of months it probably took to make that shit because you had to be so good. But you, again, like you're saying, like something would happen in the background and they're like, oh, that's tight, leave it in. Yeah. Or like the amp speaker would blow up and they would just leave in the cracks and pops and all I these swear. unique things you get to do. And now the computer has taken over so much of it that when it, when somebody played it and mm-hmm. you cover up that energy, man, like you yeah. cut your, you're, you're taking away the human aspect yeah, of, yeah. of the art. Like yeah. the but human, I, the humanistic aspect is the imperfections. Exactly. And, I, and, and that's why it's like, it kind of fucks me up because that's what I like. I listen to, uh, generally speaking, I listen to much older music. Same. Almost exclusively. I feel that. And I, then, I listen to a lot of jazz. And, and sure. then like, I, but everyone's into this new stuff, which I'm mm-hmm. not shitting on. It's just like, damn, now I want to be more polished because it's what people are into. So I kind of, I kind of like let my self get in my own way kind of thing. Like I just get in my own head and I'm like, fuck, man, I, I really wish I wouldn't have messed up that one fill roll, even though no one noticed. You know, typically speaking, most people don't notice the mistakes. They're just having fun. But I do think it's a weird a weird time, especially in uh, like heavier music where everything's so pristine. You buy a or stream a metal song nowadays and it's just like the most perfect. And it kind of gets to me mm-hmm. in my head a little, yeah. you know, <laughs> it makes sense. It's probably my own fault, but you know, we can, if you care a lot <laughs> about something, <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll, it'll send you the signal. Be like, Hey, I ain't like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right it's just like you know oh. what you don't like about you know what i'm saying you know what you do like i feel like there's a lot of power in just knowing that that the the what music was meant for mm. for like humans right from like a, a emotional like development and vulnerable standpoint like like art in general is just raw expression it yep. is it is humanistic it is it is here. It is saying like the Nirvana song, "Come as you are." You feel me? Right. Literally, come as you are. Yeah. You like that's that's what I think. You feel me? And I do. I agree with you. And uh, I feel like like you see, it goes back to what you were saying. Like the artists that really stay true to like the the sounds and the vision they have for their like you know everything. They they have that longevity usually. Yeah, I agree. And everybody still, that everybody wants. I mean, how many records did Nirvana have? Four. 
Yeah. And this shit's still, still out there. Still going crazy to this day. I mean, every time there's a format change, this shit just pew, 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 more and more. Remastered version. Yeah, exactly. Number six. Bye today. Yeah, here's the you, shit they were working on before he died. You know, it's crazy because, like, if you look at a lot of the dead artists, it's like, think about it like this. I was looking at either a Forbes list, I think, and mm-hmm. it was saying the highest grossing dead musicians, Michael Jackson's number one at, I believe... Fifty billion dollars. What the fuck? Still. What? Like, actually, no. I'm. I'm I think I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm messing up. I'm fucking up. <laughs> no, it's like it's like. I want to say, it went from like one to two bill, possibly. I might have to look again. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna refresh. Yeah, that's cool. Cause still insane. It's like his. I think his streams went up after last year again. Again. Yeah. That's wild. How long has he been dead now? Fucking two thousand nine. I remember the day Michael Jackson died. I okay. loved. I loved that man's music. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, like especially like if you listen to a lot of my music, it's like a lot of funk and eighties vibes. Mm-hmm. Like I lo- like I love Prince, Michael Jackson, and like Loosens and shit. So like I really like that whole dynamic. It even like Boy George and the Culture Club. Oh yeah, I was like, I love that you have so many influences, man. It's wild. Yeah, you listen yeah. to fucking everything. Yeah, I do. Cause it's just like you can you can get anything from everything. That's true, that's true. Yeah. You're more free range too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not you're not boxing yourself in with the, you know. I get in the, I, I like I like a lot of fucking Johnny Cash, like we were saying in the posters in the room. Led Zeppelin. I'll switch it up and play some new shit like Norma Jean or something. Okay, I found it. The top. Uh, the top earning dead celebrities of 2019: Michael Jackson, number one at 60 million; Elvis Presley at 39 million. <laughs> Charles Schultz at 38 million, Arnold Palmer at 30 million, Bob Marley at 20 million, Dr. Seuss at 19 million, John Lennon at one uh, at 14 million, and Marilyn Monroe at 13 million. How in the all the half those people died in the fucking 50s, right? 60s, what? Right? How's (laughs) Elvis at number two blows my fucking mind? Right? It's just like crazy. That's America. What the fuck? The South, the South is like, yeah. Oh, this takes me back. Elvis, everything. Oh, fuck Elvis. <laughs> fuck I'll Elvis. A hundred times, dude. Fuck Elvis. That man stole so much. He shit. stole it all. I heard though that they're starting to fucking give to the families now. A lot of that shit's finally starting to come back around. That's good. Which is good. He's also a pedophile. Mm. I don't, we don't talk about that though. <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying like, you know, it's 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 crazy because like. You know, there's a lot of shit in the industry, of course. And, yeah. you know, because I, I remember just, I'm always interested. Even if I don't like an artist, I'll still read about their life. I'll still look into their lives sure. and shit. Sure. And, you know, like Elvis, like the thing so weird about Elvis is that I was watching a video about all his friends talking about how he was acting before he died. And they were just like, <coughs> we could tell something was wrong with him. And, you know, we were just trying to trying to see what's going on. It's just like. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that dude had a fucking wild life. I went to, have you ever been to Memphis, the Sun Studios? I haven't been to the Sun Studios, but I've been to Memphis and I've been to the, um, I've been to Memphis twice. I, uh, I've seen the Martha King exhibit. I oh, went, yeah. The, uh, the, yeah, the Lorraine, the Lorraine. Yeah, the Lorraine Hotel. Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I went down there. That was wild, man. Yeah, man. It's like, they just kept everything there. And it's just like, it's, it's you walk in the hotel, can, there's like the plexiglass wall mm-hmm. and you look into the hotel room, nothing, they didn't move shit. Yeah, they didn't. It's just still fucking there. His Cadillac's parked out front. It's crazy. 
immortalized. Yeah, man. And you just, that whole area, I didn't even know. And a buddy, a friend of mine moved there. And mm-hmm. she was like, we have to, because I go there at least once a year. I fucking love Memphis. That that place is so insane. They have so much shit to do. And the food is God dear. And like, she was like, you have to come down here and see this. And I was like, all right, cool. And we went, man. And you're just like, it's somber. You know, you can really feel, even still to this day, you just go down there and you're just like, shit. Heavy. Mm-hmm. It's just heavy. This is wild. It is, man. Yeah. I love it. I do too. Because it's like people need to know the history and people mm-hmm. need to understand what hate looks like. Yep. Oh, yeah. You look right across the street, they still got the window open. Right? That it's just fucked like, me up. That's like, yeah, it's so like when I walked in there, it's so eerie, even it's eerie. though that shit happened like 60 oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. I went, and also the thing is, I went to Central High. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. That's powerful, man. And, powerful. and also, my grandfather, that was a preacher, would go to committee meetings with Martin Luther King. No shit. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. So it's like my life lines up to like be what I'm to be what I am right now, and that's right. like an impactful, insp- inspiring artist that preaches against like you know hate and shit, and right. just like really just people taking control of their lives and trying to be. Hey man, it's, we 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 live on this planet together. Yep. So it's like, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah. And we only get one fucking shot at this. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck? Yeah. What's up with all the bullshit? Yeah. Man? Yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you, man. It's it's a weird it's a weird world. It's like the best and worst always. It's just the strangest thing. And also the recent LR like the recent yeah, the school, school shit. district yeah. shit that really weirded me out. Cause I'm I'm far removed from high school, but it's just like that's weird. It's weird because I don't like seeing kids get subjected to some shit that other kids were subjected to like 60 years ago. Right. Like yeah, this is the exact opposite of progression, and um, which you know. is so weird. Like yeah, I I still haven't wrapped my head around it. I haven't read enough about it. I don't. I'm not. Uh, what I realized is that it's, it's it has to do with the the way that they. Uh, the, they test the um it's about the uh the grading oh okay it's about like it's about like so i read a little bit into it and it's about how they uh, grade all the schools interesting and like the you know like so when cuz i remember it was like this they'll like do the averages of like probably every student like test scores and then they'll be like okay this school's test scores they have this average because this is this they you know they added up all the um okay kids you know tests yeah, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then it just you know so it happens that the kids at the you know more ethnic schools just have lower test scores and it's just like you know what i'm saying it's just like so they try to shift things around i don't know it's weird and um, yeah yeah, something ain't sitting right. Yeah. But people are fighting back against yeah, it. Yeah, I'm glad. I, th- I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it is either. It, from I don't I didn't see much, but you know, the internet, you're going to see everything, but it it's just like the government the government just does what they fucking want to do though. <laughs> yeah. I think they're always going to until the whole fucking world just is just up says, up "You know what? Yeah. I'm good on this." We're tired of this shit. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, we got to do something better for sure. The That's uh right. But we were talking about Arkansas on the way up here. Yeah. And uh, can you talk about what we were talking about a little bit? Oh, let me think. Okay, so like 
you know. So we were talking about the music scene and how weird it it is still. Even though I think this year has been probably one of the best years, yeah, in a while. But even still, it's like it's it's hard to book shows. Even even for a guy who's doing successful shit like you, yeah, it's still like, damn, why the fuck can't I get a foot in to anywhere, just anything? Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I feel like uh, people's. You know, I feel like the the dynamic here is just it's it's not really on the art itself and like really just like you know what I'm saying the progression. I, I feel like it's just we we need a little time to figure things out. Yeah. And uh because you know, it's just you know, it's, especially have done it like been doing what I've been doing for so many years and I remember for like years, even like prior, I would send so many like emails out just trying to do it because it's like I understand that they want to know that they can trust you with the venue I understand that they you know they look at your reputation and all this but it's just like whenever I walk in somewhere I sell pretty well as long as they promote you get what I'm saying and they do their end I'm gonna do my end as it just comes down to them doing their end and it's just like to get that equal respect Mm. here is not easy and it's weird because like I've given so much of my life to this. Yeah. Even though like I still can't really like do that. So I'm just like, you know, it's it's kind of, it was disheartening at one point, but I then I got to the point when I realized actually this doesn't define me artistically. This doesn't mean like I have to just sit here and just be okay with it. Right, and that's why you've been branching out. Yeah. Going other states. Yeah, cuz if shows. like they don't appreciate me here, somebody else will. 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, <coughs> says the master's the, under God, the honest to God truth, and I think it's hard here too, though, man, because like we we run into a lot of the same issues, two different genres, but you have to get in front of people's faces mm-hmm. and and be respectful, though, and a hundred percent be res- even if they're shitty, just be like, all right, cool, mm-hmm. man. Like the I've I've have played shows where the sound guy's such a dick, and <laughs> you're still just like, yeah, thanks, man, sounded great, I really appreciate, because I want the next time I come back to the vibe to be different. Yeah, and, and we want to throw great shows exactly in this state. And I'm I'm from Little Rock, so you're like I want to do amazing things for this city. But right. it's just like if this city doesn't want me to do amazing things for it, then what what can I do? I think something ha- I don't I still can't put my finger on it, man. But it used to be like what you're talking about, and then something happened, and now people don't necessarily seek out that. Yeah, they they think of nightlife now as just going to a bar. Or, you know, I, we don't really have that many clubs. I think yeah, we don't. We don't. So it's like... There's not that many options. It's more bar style than club style. Like, yeah, people go, I'm going to the club. It's like, well, it's sort of a club. It's not really a club. It's kind of like more a bar with some atmosphere. Yeah. Over, over like, you know, it's almost like a venue isn't in the word here. You know, it it's isn't. like not in the name around here. It's not. Only, you know, people like myself who never left... And a few young people, you know, are like, oh, I'm going to the show. Oh, going to a show? It's almost like it's weird to say it. Yeah, it's like, damn, it shouldn't even be that abnormal. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It should be way more regular of a thing, you know, especially like since we did the entertainment, right? you know, thing. So people can drink outside on the weekends. It's like you think it would give people more initiative to like actually come out and like support. Right. But it's just like. Nobody has. I feel like it's just like nobody believes into you until they see you blowing up in a big city, and then it's like, oh, I, I it is a now. weird thing around here. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're fucking on it. 
Yeah. When and they it, will be. I will say that. You've seen all the people come out of here and they go, and then all of a sudden everybody here is like, man, did you see blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I exactly. went to high school with his cousin. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but did you go to any fucking shows of yeah, his at fucking Vino's or Rev Room? Does he even talk, have one conversation <laughs> right, with them? Like, right. Just say, hey, man, I know I never come to any shows, but I still support, I still stream you. I still get you at 0.38%. There you go. Po- uh, I mean, point, what, 38 cent? To point, off a dollar, yeah, yeah a dollar, it's like yeah. fucking. You don't get shit for streaming, but Nothing. it's like it means something. Yeah, you know, did you sleep that shit on repeat all night with the volume down so I, I could get a dollar fifty by the time I woke up? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, Uniwa at Spotify. Anyways, um, why are you in IWA? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's true. It's like also streaming rates are crazy. It's like I, I've been getting deeper into the business side of music, and the more I just look into it, I'm just like, wow, this is kind of fucked. It's fucked all the way. I'm going to do a special episode about this soon. I've been <laughs> reaching out to people yeah. who are much smarter than me on this situation because I'm fucking stupid when it comes to math and numbers. Yeah. But I know what's bullshit when I see it, and I promise you, man, I, I do not like what that is. Whatever that is, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're being not forced, but almost like kind of forced to go back to like the method that they used to use in like the thirties through the fifties, where you take a single mm-hmm. and that's what the fuck you ride on. As far as like the airwaves are concerned, you have one or two singles from an album and then people come watch you play, but you can only get the album in a store. So like if that's the fucking method, then why am I putting all my shit on here when I just put these one or two songs? Because the one or two songs, if you go to anyone that has an album, there's always like the three hits. They have the most. Everything else is like sort of. Yeah. And I know it all adds up and I'm kind of being complaining. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, well, I'll just take those top three and yeah. then I'll sell you a record in person or you can buy it from like my merch store. Right. And then if you want to see it. You can like bundle just, it. Yeah, exactly. You have to come to me. Yeah. You know, it's that's very old school. That It is. It's like like having to take the e-commerce shit into like your own hands. Yeah. Because it's like... Because it ain't doing you no fucking favors anymore. Uh-uh. You know? I miss... The original lineup, I, I think, was more fair. Like, you had iTunes and shit, and you had to pay a buck for the song. Yeah. And you got 60 cents for that song that they bought. Yeah. And that's like... That adds up. That's... Yeah. That's like... It's it's more fair. 100,000 people do that? Yeah. That's like... Like, shit, I just bought a new car. Yes. <laughs> I just... I could pay my rent for like two years. At least. I would hand that shit straight to the landlord. Here you go. Leave me the fuck alone. I'd pay my rent like before the shit even do. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like paying my bills before the shit even do just so I could just have the comfort of just yep. sitting back and handling the business I need to handle. It keeps, uh, it keeps it out of your brain, too. Yeah, it, it does. It keeps the stress off of you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's a smart rule. I should probably do that. I always wait, like, on my trailer payment. I'm there, like, send me a letter. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It's very real. But, I, you know, that's what we were talking about on the ride over here, man. And I was, I, I, it's definitely one of my main goals is to try to change the way people think about going out around here. And I know yeah. a lot of people listening to this are probably on the same page. They're like, yeah, man, we need more people to come out. But it's like, it's so hard. Like, it how? Is. It is. I don't know. How it's do really weird. you change a fucking whole city's... Like, mental, like, thinking. Yeah. That is, like, in itself, like, even just, like... 
I feel like there's this this perception, like, because we understand this, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like people build up this perception in their heads that's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just this easy thing. You just throw a show and people yeah. come out. It's not like that. You yeah, know? it's just easy. We only spent six months working on the fucking cover show. Yeah. Six, six, six little months, months. Little six little months. Half a little half yeah. a year. So half, in 12 months in a year. And I'll be, I'll be fucking, it, for six months of work, three months of pure practicing, plus for the last month we were doing twice a week. Mm-hmm. If, I told anyone the amount of money we made, they would be like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> would you work that hard for this? This? Yeah. I I ask myself the same question sometimes. <laughs> and that's you know, and, and that's what ultimately led me to like really just wanting to leave Arkansas and just, you know, just being like, you know, okay. Um I gotta think about the longevity of you do. The, you yep. know, it's a myself question. as an artist. Mm-hmm. You gotta things come into question, some very serious questions. It's just like you know what I'm saying? I could sit here and I could kind of just like wait. Yeah. But wait for like, what am I waiting for? Exactly. It's you like, you can't wait, wait for nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you it's gotta like, go get that shit. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what I'm all about. And it's just like, people just think it comes to you though. When did you realize that? I realized that at a pretty young age. Okay. Because I had been denied in, to like play shows so many times, and I had sent so many emails for like two years before I got my start being able to DJ. I really got my uh, start from Goonie, because okay. Goonie would put me on the fire room. Shouts out Goonie Garçon. Go check out his uh, new album, Cheers, Cheers to the, to the End of the World. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, he put me on. He'd put me. He'd, he'd bring me in, uh, and he, he'd let me DJ. I remember the first time I ever met him. He was just he shouted me out. He was just like. I was just like, damn, how the fuck does he even know me? I haven't even had a real conversation with him. That man has his finger on the pulse. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, exactly. That that man was like the like he is the epitome of having your finger on the pulse. And it's just like I appreciate because it's like sometimes you need people to just like work you in a little bit, and you know what I'm saying. And and and, you know when he moved to Hollywood and did his shit, you know I was proud of, super fucking proud of him and all the boys and uh. And I was just like, okay, so now I'm here. What can I do? Yep. And then so I just picked up where I where he left off. You feel me? That's right. Yeah. Pick up and, the, uh, pick up the steam. Exactly. And uh and and then I I've I've probably been doing shows in Arkansas for probably like since 2015. Okay, that's so a solid amount of time. Yeah. So like I've reached a point where like it's like um. Shows only my shows only get so big. Yeah, I, I, mean, I could do some pretty big shows. It's just like it's just about doing the same venues over and over again. That's getting to me. Cause We're, we like, have a shortage of places to do it. Exactly, and every place we do have to do it, the capacity is not that big. Exactly. So even if you wanted to go fucking huge, you really you it, can, but you can't. Yeah, yeah, there's a limitation to how crazy you can go. There's a constant limitation here. Yeah. That that is like always acting against you, whether you realize it or not. Right. It's just about like realizing it mm-hmm. and the perception of it. Cause it's just like, sometimes it takes time for people to realize it. Sometimes people are just like, it's just like a light bulb. Cause it was a light bulb for me. It was just like, Oh, you know, it was just like that for me. Yep. It was just like, you know, real, just don't take much to catch on to it. Well, and, because you be put so much energy into it. You, exactly. You focused. Exactly. You. And to be fair, if I'm thinking about it logically, 
we're a small state. Mm-hmm. There's only 3 million people here. Yeah. And they're spread out yeah. across a pretty good size state for that small a number of people. Exactly. Little Rock alone is like 200,000. Yeah. So if you take, okay, 200,000 people, yeah. right? Even We'll include Benton and Bryant. We'll call it 300,000. Yeah. So if you take 300,000 people and boil out, okay, how many people are old? All right. Well, they fucking sure ain't coming. You might get a few, you know? You yeah. might get one or two. I played a show. There was a sixty-something-year-old dude there, and he was rocking the fuck out, and it was. <laughs> That's awesome. what Whitewater be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but by the time you boil it down to what your fan base could possibly be, versus like Atlanta, Orlando, fucking Austin, Texas, yeah. uh, L.A., maybe uh, not San Francisco. What's the other one? Anyway, all these major cities that have literally nine times our population in just that city. Your, your variable is going to be a lot higher. So for like hip-hop and even pop music in general, around any small... I would assume it's the same everywhere that has small numbers of people that are spread out. Because I think out of 300,000 people, there's probably not a whole lot that are... One, that are listeners, and they might enjoy the music, they might stream it but still willing to get out of their house and go watch it also. You know what I'm saying? Like, that seems to me to be one of the harder aspects of getting people to come to shows. It's like, man, fuck, there's really maybe not that many people available to come to the show. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because it's like such a small population. Yeah. It's just like... And then also when you do like a specific genre of music that, you know, is kind of somewhat. Yeah, very niche. Yeah. Those niche genres. Yeah. It's cool when you can do it on the internet. It's bad when you Not even on the internet. When you go to a big city, big cities love niche genres. That's true. They fuck with that shit. They're like, yo, this is what we need. And they'll appreciate it. Yo, there's a rock, alt, ska, jazz fusion band coming. Yeah, man. All the fucking boys are going. (laughs) We're all going. We're getting a bunch of fucking, fucking, yeah. <laughs> we're getting a bunch of fucking white claws and we're going out, That's man. It. Yeah, yeah. Fucking white claw shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is that shit called? Yeah, 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 mate? Jaeger mate? I forgot. I don't know. Called. Oh, those T's. Yeah. Yabberme yeah, or yeah. I don't know, man. Darby had one on here. What the fuck is that <laughs> called? Yeah. Hey, shouts out I was afraid. I love that band so much. Oh yeah. Big old wall of atmosphere. Yeah. Pinholes is my favorite song. It's a good one. It is. Did, uh, did you go see him at the Not Another Fest thing? Oh, I tried to. I fucking, I couldn't. I saw Ted at, you know, the homie Ted. Yeah. Uh, with Head Cold. Yeah. You know, so I saw Head Cold, I believe. Yeah. And so. A couple. I, yeah, I saw Head Cold. I think Head Cold was like the last band I saw at Vinos. Oh, okay. Did you, uh, have you decided on a uh, a landing spot for once you make the big jump out of here? Um. I'm I'm thinking mainly just like, like probably California, California. Probably. Yeah, I mean that's like L L L A is like my number one streaming on Spotify and SoundCloud, so it just really, really makes sense. It makes yeah. sense to be where the people are. I actually like my music. <laughs> well, know? I mean you, I mean yeah, yeah, because yeah. they not you know how many of them have ever seen you? Yeah, they're gonna be like, oh shit, he's here. Yeah, damn, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I you see this live set. You see what's <laughs> popping. It's definitely uh, it's definitely fun as fuck. You did that goon show at Vino's with mm-hmm. Dan, and that was 
You know what I'm saying? You know, we had uh, we had Sister Smoke, we had Johnny Vine, we had right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we had Al. It was dope. It was a wild night. That was the first time I ever seen a mosh pit in a hip hop show. That shit was crazy. <laughs> actually, yeah, we actually no, like the last show, because I had a show after that. The one in Fayetteville? No, not in Fayetteville. Uh-huh. I had another Vito show after that show. And it was um it was like a Halloween show. Oh. Yeah, and it was um it was Johnny Vine, Al Taylor C. Will, um, Clubhouse, my boys. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sister Smoke. Like, you know, I like I also like putting the artists that I know like really just believe, like really be grinded on their shit. Cause right. I see that shit and I respect it so much. Hell yeah. And me too. it's like and, and they deserve that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's like cause not everybody's just gonna be willing to just like just to give you that energy. Sometimes you really just, you know, you gotta give that energy to people to, for them to 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 be the artist they need to be. That's right. That's right. I feel that 100%. I actually thought that about you, too, the first time when I when somebody, well, it was Kurt, actually. Mm-hmm. They introduced so, me. To you. <laughs> just like Kurt again. Yeah. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> he brings a lot of things to my attention that I'm oblivious to because I don't really get into, like, basically, I fucking suck at the internet and I don't listen to a lot of new music. I understand. So he's got his finger on a pulse. I don't. And he shows me all kinds of shit. He's like, you should pay attention to this person. Okay, cool. I'll do that. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. shows it to me, nine times out of ten, I'll check it out. I feel that. Unless I'm just like, eh, like, <laughs> you know, for some whatever reason, eh, I don't like it. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's cool to, especially, one, this podcast has afforded me to like meet a ton of new people. Yeah. And like really get to know people's stories, especially around here and like formulate new ideas. Going like even the, off what you're saying, future, like, you know. Yeah, to like work on how do we make it all better, and I think that's something we need around here because, just like what you're saying, like all the information you've given me just today, yeah, I can take that and be like, all right, man, I, I definitely see that that's like problematic, you know? <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, it sucks because I think I I I think that another venue would help tremendously, or just a couple more. I feel it though. I agree. You know, maybe like a little small baby venue, and I would love to see another mid-sized venue. Yeah, you know, a it's nice like yeah. We need, and then we need something like Red Rocks. <laughs> or oh like, my god, that would be incredible. Yeah, right. Because like Ugh. I think of a think about it, and I'm just like, what do we have? And exactly. I'm just like Metroplex. Sorta, it's gone. Like, no, it's gone now. Yeah, I was thinking that. Okay, I wasn't sure. It it finally closed down. It's a lumber one now. Holy shit. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Puts it in perspective. Right. J. Cole just performed it two years ago. Puts it in perspective. I know. I, know. The pro- I think the I biggest s- issue, man, is overhead. I think that one of the biggest reasons why the Rev Room and Venos have been around for so long, and Sticky Fingers, mm-hmm. is because the venue is secondary, which kind of sucks. Because if you look around now... They're like it, selling food and drinks and exactly. then and focus then on music. They focus on the music. So it's not even really their, f- their main forte. Because if you look at the places traditionally speaking around here that did pop off and were like, cool, everyone, well, we have a venue and it's just a venue. Yeah. They always close. They always close. Exactly. Like Juanita's and downtown music hall. I thought, I thought it was crazy that 
things the, like the music places with the most history here closed down before I could be really became of age. You know, right. it's like do when Juanita's closed down. That shit broke my heart. I remember finding out about Downtown Music Hall after the fact because it's the Google listing is still up there, but yeah. it's just permanently closed. Ugh. It's sad to drive by there too because right? the it's whole still, front end is chopped off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I go by there all the time, and I'm That's, just like, you know, I really wish I could have experienced this even just the once. It, it's it, that place embodied something that not a lot of places have, and it was one of the last places I can remember where it was just. And Vino's is kind of actually getting back to this. It was like, it was just so fucking magical, the nights you would spend in there. Even like a fucking, sh- you know, because not all shows are going to do good. You're going to have some stinkers, man. No, that of shit course. Just no, happens. that's inevitable. It's inevitable. You can't, you can't do it's it about getting. It's about getting through it. But even, yeah, even those make you better. Exactly. You're like, shit, I don't want to play in front of 10 people. I want to play yeah, in front you, of 100, and you, 200. And you learn from it. And exactly. You, like, you know what I'm saying? You um, you make the changes to, mm-hmm. to, to, to be the artist and give the live experience you want to give to the people that, you know, are willing to have that life right. experience. Now with you about to make the big giant move and it's coming up. Yes. Um, is there any kind of like, you know, like, I don't know, nervousness. I'm extremely anything? fucking nervous okay. all the time. I am, I am fucking terrified, but it's like, I never, I'm not a person to let my fear control. dictate and control what I do. I just operate in realism. I just, I, I be realistic Use it like a fuel. And, yeah, and then I use it as a fuel to like paint more descriptive goals. Oh. So I like I let my fear not necessarily dictate me, but like help me be more accurate. Hell yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like cause it's like about the it's about the like it's about the like it's about how you handle the pressure and shit. That's right. And if you can turn that pressure into more momentum, then you're like going to have the longevity that nobody ever would have expected. No. Oh. That's so true, man. You know? Fucking fucking fearlessness in the face of adversity. Just mm-hmm. you're gonna go. It's like gotta, fuck it. Honestly, you gotta be willing to die for this shit. You gotta that's be true. you gotta be like you gotta be like, fuck it, you know? This is I will me. starve to death because this is me. Yeah, this yep. is what I have. This is like what I do best, you know? And it's um and the thing is, is that you just operate and you just like, okay, but how can I not starve to death? Right. Cause I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> so like <laughs> So like you're pushing up against this wall and you're just like, okay, I, what's the next move? What's kick the next harder. door to go? Through? That's right. Push harder, kick harder, exactly. climb faster. Exactly. Making moves, and I think, you know, it's hard too. I I I can only imagine the journey you're about to bark on. It's actually pretty. It's exciting to even think about it, just even f- for you. Yeah. Because you're gonna be out there like fuck, man, and missteps happen. You mm-hmm. know, you can't get them all right. Like, you can't. The, the and part of the journey is is the mistakes because that's where you you right. know you correct you know oh shit nope that was a wrong right turn I gotta exactly. go this way exactly you know it's it's uh it's beautiful man to think about stuff like that and artists here even though you're not even though you're moving like just being from here and like knowing that and and facing it and being like fuck it I'm going I'm going to the top mm-hmm. get the fuck out of my way because here I come kind yeah. of deal that's awesome man. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Because it's like, you're eventually going to wait so long that it what you were waiting for will never happen yep. because you were too afraid to go after it. And I, like I said, it goes back to me not wanting to ever be one, you know, one to do that. Just let right. that pass me by. 
Complacency will get you fucking. Yeah, it'll, it'll destroy your career. Complacency, right. you know, complacency will definitely like destroy your career. And I've never, I'm not one to be complacent. Yep. I'm not one to be like, okay, this is good enough. No, I'm pushing constantly every day, and so many different aspects just to make it work. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, when you learn, when you have the mistakes and you gauge them, and you're like, okay, this is what I have to do differently. Yep. This is what I have to, you know, this is this is what I need to be more focused on. That's these right. specific aspects and then you like constantly write down every day how to focus on them and what you'll do to improve them you know what i'm saying it's like step at a time step at a time until you're like all the way up the fuck you're halfway up the fucking that's stairwell right. you know that's right and it just starts melting away the longer you keep doing it yeah because eventually you know the move exactly and if, and then eventually it's just part of your life it's just normal like what we were talking about before when we first started it's like this shit's just normal now. Exactly. There's this great lyric, man, that I always think about. That shit has stuck with me ever since I heard it. I don't know if you're familiar with the the heavy band. They're called Zayo. They're old school, man. They're like from the early thousands. I'm gonna have the people. I like early today. They are wildly heavy. They used to come through here all the time, but uh, they have a lyric and an album called "The Fears What Keeps Us Here." Damn. Yeah. That and just said, hey. <laughs> That's deep. It's deep, dude. <laughs> I remember when that record came out, I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's just like it's like one of those album it's like one of those album like titles that's just so to the point. That it's just like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I get where this is going. Yeah. I know what I'm this whole album's this. about. I even heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It was it's a good one, man. And I I I think about that shit. That's the power of music too. Even just an album title. You're like, damn, fear is what keeps us here. Literally, it's what keeps us grounded. Yeah. And uh like when you're fearful of something, you're just like, okay. Well, it fucks up our it fucks up our ability to experience new shit. Exactly. Because even with the good shit, you gotta experience the bad, the bad shit. shit. Like there's no way around it. No way at all. So just give in and just go. Yeah. Just like, man, I feel, I'm right there too, man. We've been there's been lots of talks in our little band cage out there. And mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this I feel like what you're doing is on a lot of people's minds right now. Yeah. Just making those bigger leaps forward. Yeah. It's it, like you're not gonna do shit just sitting around here. Mm-mm. You know? And I and I, I know that because I had my music go global when I was in high school. That's so wild. So like I blew up on the internet in high school. In yeah. little from Little Rock though. Yeah. Like off dance music. Right. And this is like, you know, it's like I'll, I hear it's like hardcore or like very trappy, mm-hmm. very trappy Southern music. There's not really a lane for me here <laughs> too much. <laughs> it is kinda, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when I, yeah. when I when I when I when I performed and I opened up for Liquid Stranger and Manic Focus and Freddie Todd. Those are some really big EDMX like Liquid Strangers on Wakan. Shouts okay. out, you know. Um, I did that, I did that at Rev Room and they had a crazy had a crazy turnout. But it's just like it's because. He is so established in the EDM world that he can bring those electronic, mm. those people that really like electronic right. music out. Because he, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, if you're an electronic artist and you're from here, it's different. It is different. Well, there is beauty in the being not from some, like, yeah. even, okay, so my band, like a year ago, we went on tour. And we're fucking nobodies. Yeah. You know, it's a band named Johnny. We're just like punk rock. Yeah. But you show up to a place 
and one of the beautiful things, I think this might actually work in your favor. I think it worked in Goon's favor, but like when people hear you're from Arkansas, they immediately put an assumption on you. Yeah, they do. And then you go on that stage and you go, Oh, I'm from Arkansas, huh? Well, check this the fuck out. Oh, yeah, I'm exactly. About to, I'm about, I'm about to, to take go. your mind and make it shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then you do that, and they're like, what the fuck is in the water? And, <laughs> dude, <laughs> For I, real. Some of my favorite musicians that have ever lived came right from this fucking state. Same. Like, everybody loves Al Green. Everybody loves Jim Cash. Everybody like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many brilliant minds here, even right now. Yeah. There are so many talented fucking people, but we just get... Overlook, man, we're a C market. If you look at it in business terms, we are not, we do not have a good economy. We're a fucking hopscotch. Yeah. People literally go from Dallas straight to Memphis. They yeah, exactly. Right it's like, what? what's in between here? Doesn't matter. Might as well be a. Let's canyon. keep going yeah. to Tennessee. <laughs> hey, what's on ta- the Nashville, <laughs> on yes. the Louisiana. That's right. Let's go to New Orleans. New Orleans. They'd rather drive 10 hours this way than three hours hold this up, way. Hold up. What about this one? You said, you said Texas to, to Tennessee. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go to New Orleans to St. Louis. That's right. You'll see that too. Yeah, I know. I know. It's based. It's all based in realism, which uh-huh. is what makes it so funny. But yet, you know. I mean, part of me wants to be like, "Yo, fuck you," but the logical <laughs> part of me wants to be like, "I get it too." Yeah, I do. I get it. You, do, you have to. What are you gonna do? You just played in New Orleans and probably made fucking five thousand dollars. Yeah, you, yeah, you come to Little Rock, Rock and play for three hundred. Yeah. You know? What What is that? That doesn't even make sense. It's not. It's not even gas to the next state, like the it's next not. two states over that where you're trying to get. So it's like if you're not even making your gas bill, I get it, man. I get it, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> damn. Why is the economy so shit? <laughs> you start asking questions like, damn. I I just think we didn't bait. Like, okay, so this state, it, like ten years ago, we'll go off a decade. Mm-hmm. Even just ten years ago was so small. Two thousand nine, and then we started blowing up. Everyone started moving here. They had that fucking article in Forbes and shit and the CNN money magazine. And then yeah. all of a sudden this place started exploding because yeah. it's cheap as fuck. Everyone's exactly. like, oh shit. Let's move to Arkansas. It's so cheap to live here. But all they focused on was like bullshit yeah. instead of an like a place to come and vibe. They they just were like, here's Dave and Buster's and here's a fucking Chili's. Here's the 19th Chili's in this town. Here's fucking... You know, you can go to Chili's, Applebee's. It's like all these bullshit chain things. Yeah, it's these mainstream things that are already in other cities. Because that's what they saw. I feel like the people who let everything happen, they would go, wow, fucking Chili's is great. Or whatever it is. I'm using Chili's as an example because of fucking shit on Chili's. Hey, yo, son, fuck Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that as well. Applebee's is cancer. (laughs) That place is disgusting. But... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the setup, it, our explosion exceeded our ability to get in front of people's faces yeah. enough to bring them into an actual culture of the actual under- artist culture. Yeah, like the know? actual understanding that there is like actual like creative, like a creative renaissance going on. 100%. It's like, yeah. it has been because like, if you think about all the artists, like you said, there's so many artists from here. Like, isn't every dance from here? Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like I was bumping Evan Essence in like oh eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know they're hot. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I still fuck with them, and it's just like they just got shouted out in the Earl New Earl album. It's I, like they haven't lost any type of like steam. Like people still love them just as much as they did like in the early late two thousands. 
you know, when someone cracks from here, they always go to the top almost immediately. Yeah. Even as something as Chris Allen, yeah. the, the fucking American. American Idol dude. I, yeah. yeah. I remember dude. Dude, yeah. dude popped. And this state came unglued for that guy. And I was very, I was very good friends with Charlie Askew too. Yeah, and so like you see what I'm saying. Like as soon as they break out of the whatever we got going on here, the bubble, mm-hmm. if you want to call it a bubble, they just boom straight to the top. It's yeah. almost immediate. It is. You know, it's weird how that happens. It's like, but because the outside isn't looking in, we know, you know, everyone listening to this knows they've all got a friend that's badass at something. Exactly. Whether they're a kick-ass musician or whether they're a fucking great painter. Or graphic designer. Or graphic, exactly. And then, but once they get out there and they do that one bit of work that people pay attention to, they're like, oh, shit. It's like, do we have some of the biggest names in in art, film, music ever? You know? And still, we just get overlooked. But I, it's just weird, man. And I get it because, you know, people escape the small town thing. Yeah. It's you like, and then you put it in a great, you made it. Great way of saying that. Escape. Escape. Yeah. It's kind of escape. But yeah, I feel like we're working with numbers now that we can actually build something here and have it to where it works. But it's, the it's definitely no possible. It's just like it's going to the same energy that the art like us as artists that we're putting in because I've sweated and I've sacrificed and I've, I've, we've, we've both sacrificed and we know more people that have come out and they've said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to make these live experiences for these people to enjoy mm-hmm. themselves and unwind and really be able to chill with their friends and have an atmosphere that is not just like some blank, like just talking loud shit, just yeah. some real music. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we could keep doing this, but if people don't appreciate it for what it is, like it's, it's gotta be like an equal it's appreciation. People, I think. Yeah. It's got, yeah. More people have to understand to appreciate it. Right. I agree. You know, if, if, if they don't, then it'll, it'll just stay the same because it's just like, it's like a, it's like an artist. It's, it's like an artist putting in so much, yep. and then on the opposite side, you got this. It's like if you if you could reach, if you could just yep. meet in the middle. That's it. Literally, just meet in the middle. That's all. You ever feel like I, I feel like this here recently? Like the last three shows I've played or whatever, or even put on. I feel like my goal is to get one person there that would have never gone. Yeah, like that's my new goal. Yeah, that's amazing goal. You know, like, even if it's just one, that it, one person's going to have counts. an experience they have never had. And they're going to tell their friends. Exactly. they really like it. And it's that's going to grow. Ten friends tell ten friends. Exactly. You know? <sighs> yeah. I think more of that. And it sucks, too, because, man, being a fucking musician is hard enough. It is. Because you live, you know, broke as shit. Because you're giving your whole life to some shit that don't pay jack. Yeah. And you're you're already, like... Oh, and, and especially like, I feel for people my age in particular, because we grew up without the internet, then all of a sudden it existed, so now we're adapting to those environments and those vibes. And this shit is completely different for y'all. So it's fucking like, it fucks with me from time to time, because I'm like, well, why did that work and this didn't? Because to me, I'm just like, if I, if if this many people are paying attention, why didn't it, why, why doesn't it work out the same every time? It's like I have some podcasts that do like unbelievable yeah. Even in this realm, I'm still confused. So I just don't get it, man. I'm just old school in that way. I feel it. Like, I just don't get it. But I'm trying to, like, okay, well, if we can do this or that or that. It's like, but damn, it's fucking hard. It is. It is. <laughs> it's unimaginably hard. And it's just like, and then the thing is, it's just like to reach that longevity you really want. It's just like, 
You gotta have that them cinder blocks on your back. Right. You just gotta keep walking with them shits. <laughs> right. And you just gotta keep walking till you reach your destination. And you be like, I want to kind of put these down sometimes, but yeah. I know I can't. I gotta yeah. keep going. I'll get stronger. <laughs> I gotta build this foundation. That's right. And so, like, cause the foundation is important. And um, you know, what I'm saying you need the bricks. You need the strong bricks. Mm-hmm. You don't have to carry them shits on your back. Well, probably. 10 years. And at least, man. At yeah. least. That's what they say, right? I'm going on like eight or nine. Are I'm you? Just now getting to about 10. So I'm at 10 with the band currently, and that's why I feel like we're starting to make moves that are more valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, valuable moves over, uh, over? <laughs> over um, stupid ones. Yeah. You know, we've just been kind of coasting, and then we're like, we get, like I said, you got to figure shit out. You gotta make some bad moves before you can make some good ones. But yeah. uh Yeah, but overall I've been doing this for twenty years now. That's amazing. I have so much respect for that because that's like I can only I've only been doing this for that long. <laughs> that's that's crazy. It's kind of weird too, man, because like I didn't used to think about it. I used yeah. to fly by the seat of my pain. Even when I met my wife over here, like mm-hmm. I every day was a new fucking day. Yeah. I didn't think about yesterday. I didn't give a shit about the things I did two days before. Every day was just a new thing. So I was I was literally just on the edge of my seat, just whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Day jobs didn't matter, dude. I straight up like would have a job, be like, "Yo, you got to work this weekend," and be like, "I got a show," and they'd be like, "Well, you got to work this weekend." I'd be like, "No, I don't," because I quit and just leave. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. done I've done that. Let me tell you how many yeah. jobs I've had. Let me tell you about my jobs. All right. Yo, I got fired from U.S. Pizza. <laughs> Yo. Now that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I worked at U.S. Pizza. I worked at Panera. I worked at Kroger. I worked at uh, Wendy's. Damn. I worked at, um, I actually worked at the Boys and Girls Club, too, that I actually learned how to make music at. It was like, oh, you I actually like, ended up working there. Yeah, that was cool. the first job I ever had through the uh, Little Rock City program. Cool. A job program uh, Summer You know Shit when I was like 16, 17 Shouts I love out. that program man. Yeah Boys I do school. That's awesome Yeah And um Where else did I work? Uh That's all I could think of Yeah No uh, Yeah Off of West Markham Okay It's Taco Bell now It's right next to the uh It's right next to the AMS Oh yeah It used to be a KFC Taco Bell combo That's right yeah, I used to work combo. there too Damn. Yeah. And you're only 22. So that's yeah. like seven jobs already. Yeah. You got to grind. That becomes you easy. Grind, dude. I, I spent, like, I really, like, just work jobs just to make money for music equipment. Right. right yeah. Because music equipment is, you, you know, this shit costs. Uh, so it's like, you're you telling know, me, dude. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you know, we're the type of people that quit invest in ourselves quickly. So it's that's like, right. and we're not one to just fret about it. I would just dive into it. I said, you know what? I got to make shit happen. That's right. Well, well, this broke. Well, I don't have any options. Yeah. You know what? I'd rather not eat. Yeah. I'd rather just have this yeah, thing. Literally just to be able to get my dreams out. It's so weird. Because it's, 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 it's like, even when you're not able to eat, cause it's like, you know, I've been plenty of times, I've been plenty of times without struggling super hard mm-hmm. and I could, literally couldn't eat. Like, even just being able to sit there and play on the keyboard just brought a very specific type of happiness. Pro tip. Would, and it let me appreciate exactly the very little that sometimes arises. You know, when you're able to really appreciate very little, it, it, it really helps. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you don't have much and you're just like, you're, you're really cool with just 
You know what I figured out moment, early? You know? What's uh, up? For for starving artists out there, here's a great one. What? Go to dinner at a friend's house. Because mm-hmm. one, people like having people over for dinner. Yeah. That's what I used to do, man. When nights when I was like shit. So it's like I knew money was fucked. It's yeah. like I just did something really stupid with my money or yeah. whatever. Like because I bought something musical related every time. So I just call my friends and be like, yo, I want to come over Tuesday. Oh, cool, man. I'll get pizza. Or, hey, man, can I come over Wednesday? Cool, man. We're making roast. We'll be there. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Thanks. <laughs> it's just like you're eating for free. Yeah. Yeah, it's only one time a day. But it, it, it makes a big difference. It makes a big fucking difference, man. So I like had to not necessarily use my friends because I didn't tell them, hey, I'm broke as shit. Can you feed me? Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, yo, can we be company and come and eat your food? <laughs> Cause it's polite. That's it the is, polite yeah. way of saying it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm way better than I was originally, though. You know what I'm saying. It's just like it's. I'm. I'm, I'm just. You know, taking it one step at a time. You mm-hmm. know, it's. This is. You know, it's all a process. Though. It is. Cause it's like, you know, what I'm saying. I remember when I wasn't making shit for music. Right? <laughs> I make far more for music than I originally made, but it's still, still getting there to where I yeah. need it to be. It yeah. takes time. It though. takes it's so about, much time. and it's about having that patience. It's one of those weird things too, because it it's like it takes so long just to get that. Oh, okay, I'm finally comfortable. Yeah, and then the next step, generally after that, is now I'm all the way comfortable. Yeah. So you went from struggle, 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 struggle. It's okay. Damn. Now I can do whatever I want. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Basically. <laughs> There's like no middle ground. You're either poor as fuck or you got you all good. the money. Yeah, you good. <laughs> you good as shit. You good as shit. Like, it's, it's amazing because the thing is what I learned in this in this industry is that it will literally happen when you don't fucking, when you least expect it. 100%. It'll just fucking happen at a random. Every time. Like, like the offers I've been given that I weren't really able to cash out on, like this year alone, I would have had like a couple, like a couple G's. But it's just like you know what I'm saying. You don't know when they arise. It's just like the frequency. It's just like how frequently the the opportunities arise right. will change. The speed changes. Like you know when you're looking at the algorithms of the internet, it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's all a speed. It's all set at a speed. Yeah. You feel me? Oh, dude, I'll post something on a Saturday, two people. Post something on a Tuesday morning, 50. It's like, or sometimes you'll post on a random ass day, Mm -hmm. like Sunday afternoon. Like if we did it today and they'd be like, oh, here's 100 people or 200 people. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It is so weird. (laughs) It's so weird, man. And trying to figure that shit out. And then trying to gauge it. (laughs) I grew up on the internet. I've been on the internet my whole life, mostly. Right. Like I remember AOL, so <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, and like that dial up in people's PC shit. Oh my like, god, my favorite noise ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had. I don't like talking about this. I had dial up to like 2009. You think that's why your generation is so hooked on making beats? Is because that damn dial up tone. <laughs> kind of inspiration. <laughs> I like retro shit. I do too. I I, I will, I'm actually probably gonna go home and sample the dial noise now that you say it. There you go. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like sick. I like abstract, like irregular shit, and it's just like, it, did they got the dial-up sound copyrighted? Surely not. That was because of the the it it was like that because of the what was that? It was like a that was like the signal to tell it. Right? Yeah, it was like the signal to tell it to hook to the internet. Because, you know, it's like DSL. It was like, yeah, DSL. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, 
Oh yeah, DSL. Because oh. that because that's before the filter was invented. Yeah. Because then they invented that filter and you didn't have the noise anymore. Mm-hmm. And also like Wi-Fi and broadband. Right. And it's just like that shit hit like in 07. Yeah. Real yeah. real hard. Yep. They started rolling out them packages and bundles and shit. The 07s when I point to when everything changed. Yeah. 07, like the I remember because that's when the iPhone came out. That's when the iPhone came out. That's when they took us from analog to digital. That's right. I remember I used to be able to watch. Disney fucking channel while propping my antennas up in my living room a specific way. Right. I used to watch. I didn't have cable. No. Fuck no. I used same. to watch the Disney <laughs> channel by propping my my analog signal my my analog signal a specific way. After we went digital, I couldn't do that shit no right. more. I'm like, oh, I see what y'all did. Uh-huh. Y'all trying to keep the ch- the cable companies to keep making money. That's, That's what y'all right. trying to do. They blamed it on frequencies for emergency. People and I was like, "That's a crock that's a of fucking shit. that's a fucking lie." Yeah, it's a crock of shit. Y'all have used the same two frequencies for fucking a hundred years. Yeah, I swear to God, stop. <laughs> like the the military still uses Windows XP. That's Shut right. the fuck up. <laughs> like <laughs> shit's twenty years old. Exactly. Man. It's like, and if you know it, it's just yeah. like you know it. But if you don't, they're like, "Oh, I can understand that." Right. 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 It's yeah. like. <laughs> Damn, you all playing off the ignorance of the people. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it, I guess. Um, that's true. So, have you? Um, damn, nice. Um, have you ever like scored anything? I, I was wondering that today. Actually, I was about things to talk to you about. And- actually, I got offered to score something that was going to be on on Sundance, but it's just like I. The offer didn't really go all the way through, so it's mm. just like it didn't. All, it didn't work out. But it is I've been offered to do? score things. No, yeah. I want to score things. Oh, okay, cool. I love the ideas. I've always wanted to score video games and, and oh, movies shit, and all types of cool. shit. It's just I've never gotten a lot of opportunities to do that. Mm. But I still tell you know what I'm saying I'm all I'm always on social media like hey yo if you looking for somebody to score some hit me up because I'm really willing to do this shit. I take this shit serious. Dude, like, I bet the indie game market would be fucking. All indie. You know, stuff. I'm trying. I'm trying to fucking die. I'm trying to go head first into the indie game market because even it's just like, especially growing up with games. Like my first right. like, systems were like the PlayStation One and like two, and Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, had you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a young person, Christmas. but I yeah. can appreciate the little shitty graphics. Hell like, yeah, you know dude. What I'm saying? That's still and all like, I'm attracted to too. It's weird how that works. Yeah, it's just like, and that goes back to like being able to appreciate things for what they are mm-hmm. and not just because i feel like we get so caught up in like the idea of what we want things to be right I, I, yeah hell yeah and that's very selfish of uh to take away from the art you uh, feel 100%, me yeah because now you're forcing it yeah exactly yeah. that's not how it should be because that's the, not what that's not what it was created for and you see it now too especially my god dude what is it a new game like every week yeah and they're all like this super duper diablo blah, 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 and i I'm not much of a gamer, but still, I look, I see. Mm-hmm. My friends are all gamers, and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, man, how much money have you spent this year? Yeah, and that's a game's be coming out $69. Oh, my God. Oh, 69, DLC. $69.99. And yeah, and it's like the DLC be $25, $20. Yeah, I'm $600 into this fucking game. It's like Apex Legends and Fortnite are free, but you know what I'm saying? You know, you got to downloadable the, content. You uh-huh. know, it goes back to, you know what I'm saying? And it's also like, you know, people have like these specific. Uh, actually, I haven't told. Yeah, I got offered for one of my songs to be on GTA, but I couldn't really do it. 
because of specific legal ramifications. Really? But like, yeah, I got offered it when I was in Florida. This was like in September. I got Whoa. offered this in September. They wanted to like take one of my songs and they wanted to put it on GTA. It didn't work out, but like I got that offer and I was just like, fuck. Right? <laughs> oh my God. But I was God. like, but I had to like look at it like. Logically. I had to look at it and be like, oh, this just means that the opportunities that I'm getting are becoming more frequent. Yeah. I will have another opportunity like this. Right. And it will be dope. And I'll actually probably be able to do it next time. That's cool, man. So it's like, it's just being, you know, patient enough to really just be like, okay, I've, even if I can't really utilize this opportunity now, I know another one will follow up after mm, it. Totally. Or a couple ones after it. And one of them's going to hit. Hell one of them's yeah. going to work. And that's, yeah. That's awesome, man. Right? That's so fucking sick. Yeah. I love that shit, man. It's uh, some shit. <laughs> it's some shit. Because yeah. it's like, when well, you got to walk away from some shit because it's like you legally can't do it. It's just mm. like, uh, it's just like, oh, man. That's got to be confusing as hell. It is, but it's like, you you understand like oh, what yeah. you can and can't do as an artist. So it's just like, all right. Man, my biggest struggle, one of the, one of the aspects I look at, like, as far as like being a singular artist like yourself, where you rely on you, mm -hmm. that's why I love, I dude, stand up comedy to me is the most attractive thing. Yeah, same. That's why I like Richard Pryor. And it's like, just like, but it terrifies me to no end. Like, I even have a stand up set in my phone. I talk about it all the time. One of these days, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a fucking open mic. The singularity aspect of just being in charge of your own shit mm -hmm. is so appealing to me. But like, but I love being in a band so much. But when you're in a band, you're at the helm of however many other people are in that band. Yeah. You know, you're all driving the ship together. And if one person wants to hop off, sometimes it's like, well, there you go. Yeah. Ship is in the ocean, you know. It's wild. It Do is. Do you feel like you've benefited from being just like a guy who's so goal-oriented and just being on your own and being able to make your own decisions? I've definitely benefited from it, and I really love it. I like being, I like being responsible for only myself. I like having my own shit in my own control. Right. And it's just like, you know, because it's like I've been, a, I'm in a music group, you know, I'm in Clubhouse, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, shouts out them. And, uh, but I really like, you know, being able to just focus on like the singular aspect of like my own thing going on because it's like, you know, everybody has school, like certain artists in the group have school and, and work and not everybody is at that level of seriousness that I'm at. So it's just like, you know, I, I know, but the thing is that I know what I want for myself and right. I know what I can do for myself. So it's just like, you know, I really like being able to have my own thing in my own control. Hell yeah. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. And still be able to work with the, you know, my homies and like whenever I feel like it. And right. Want to. Yeah. Just go there, have fun, mm -hmm. do what you want to do. And then when it's time to go do your own thing, just go do your own thing. Yeah. Exactly. And nobody's. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. Well, you want to add anything to this? Big announcement coming very soon. Uh, I can't really say what the fuck it is yet. It's exciting. I got a couple announcements, but just pay attention. Pay attention to what the fuck I'm doing, please. I'm not fucking around with anything. I I'm believe like, it. I'm so fucking dead serious. It's like people need to either get on the boat now or just get left behind at this <laughs> right. point. And I don't care anymore. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I just I know what I'm doing as an artist. Right. It's just about people realizing it for themselves. I feel that. 
Well, go ahead and tell people where they can find you, man. Y-U-N-I-W-A official on Instagram, Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I'm on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Triller. Make a Triller video to my shit. Okay. TikTok? I'm trying to see about that. We've been having problems with that, but I should be on TikTok in like the next couple months. Okay, awesome. Or weeks. It just depends. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we figured that shit out. But yeah, you can find me on all those places and check out the music. I got a very diverse catalog of over 400 songs. Damn. Because I've been releasing since 2014. 400. I think I've maybe written 100 songs since 2014. That's awesome, man. And I haven't released everything I've ever made. So I have like a thousand. Wow. Or more. You're a hardworking man. Have to be. (laughs) That's true. That's true. You're not going to get where you want to go without some hard work. For real. Well, dude, I really appreciate this, man. I appreciate it, too. It's been an amazing time. It's been a nice look into the other side of a, of a genre I'm not the most familiar with. Yeah. And it's cool to get some insight and some pushback and some feedback, too, because, like, that's a goal here. We're going to try to make shit better for everybody. Exactly. That's and, the key. Uh, uh, well, we're at CrashCastPod and on Twitter, CrashCastPod1, the number, not the letters. And if you're good. I'm good. Shouts out. Shouts out, Crash Cast Podcast. Thank you, man. Support them. I believe in what you're doing. I will come back in the future Hell and yeah. be on this shit if you want me to. Just uh, let me know. Anytime. Anytime. I fuck with this. This I, is this is different. I appreciate the hell out of that, man. And everybody else at home, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>